Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. Uh, well, all this week, and indeed a few weeks ago, you heard the lovely voice of Janet Lucas bringing our thought for the day. But now I have Janet herself, so we can learn a wee bit more about the person behind the voice. Good morning to you, Janet. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me to, onto the show. Oh, it's, it's a privilege. Um, now, Janet, obviously we've enjoyed, I'm enjoying your thoughts for the day. You know, this week you're concentrating on ordinary people, you know, in, in the Bible. Now, I mean, it sounds to me as if you've been doing all of this uh, radio broadcasting stuff for a long time, but, uh, uh, but that isn't quite the case, is it? No, it isn't. In fact, I've only ever once been on the uh, on the radio before and that was several years ago and that was also Hope FM when I uh, was on the education programme once but but that's all <laughs> no, I mean, Obviously uh, you, you need a bit of inspiration you know, not, not just of course to, uh, you know, to, to write what you write but then obviously to deliver it How have you found it? Was it I mean obviously you're going that we, we played that song Nothing Impossible with God <laughs> so going on, on to sort of unidentified terror it must have been a bit scary for you. Well, yes. I mean, first of all, I thought, well, what on earth shall I talk about? But uh, I think really I just sort of asked God, committed it to him, and then really just the ideas came. But but the Bible is so rich in what it can teach us that, that it's really not difficult to find things to talk about from it. Mm. I mean, there's lots of people, of course, who back away you know I'm sure you're like me you've heard people say oh I can't do that and in fact many times you know when I when I invite people onto the radio they break into a cold sweat and (laughs) think I can't do that and of course that that certainly wasn't the the case that with yourself do do you do you relish the the idea of, of sort of all sorts of new challenges not just radio broadcasting uh well yes I do like new challenges I mean one of the things which I love is teaching, but one of the things which I also love is learning, and in particular, learning new skills. So anything in which one can learn a new skill, I, I enjoy that challenge. Now, of course, you've given it away there about what you've been doing as, as your career in terms of, of teaching. Teaching English has been very much oh. at the core of, of, of what you've been doing. So, so of all the choices that you could have made in life, what was it that drew you to, to teaching English? Oh. Well, I didn't start off by teaching English, but then I've always loved languages, always been interested in them. And I actually took a a TEFL course many years ago, teaching English as a foreign language, just to to dip my toe in the water, just to see, would I like it? And I found that I loved teaching, I loved teaching adults, and I loved teaching English. So it really brought all these things together. So I just carried on from there. Did you have to do a lot of sort of formal training to get yourself ready, you know, to... Well, the initial training, no. It was a very intensive four-week course. Uh, Then you kind of learn on the job. And then later, I I took a a diploma course for more intensive training. Um, But uh, no, really, you you learn when you're doing it. Yeah, and I suppose, actually, it's also a gift, isn't it? Because, I mean, you're probably like me. You know, you've you've had people teach you things, but then they go through things so quickly and uh, and you you just don't grasp it at all. Could you you slow down? (laughs) So not not everybody has the ability to to teach in, in a way that people can understand. 
That's right, and that's the kind of thing that you learn on the course and you learn um, as you develop as a teacher. Uh, you, you learn how much you have to repeat and reinforce and help people to grasp and basically not just talk at people and expect them to, to take everything in. And I suppose also it must be a great joy to be able to teach people new skills and then see them begin to take what you've taught them, put it into practice and gain confidence with it. Yes. It's wonderful. I mean, I started by teaching English to foreigners, and it was wonderful to see them uh, progress, develop, able to communicate more. And then I went on to train people to themselves become teachers of English. And again, someone who at the beginning of the course would stand up in front of their students with no idea what to do, and by the end of the course was really comfortable in, in their teaching. And that, that was immensely satisfying as a trainer. Mm. Now, clearly, uh, you're, you're a woman of faith, and that's certainly reflected uh, in, in the thoughts that, that you do. How did the whole faith journey, becoming a Christian, be- begin for you? Well, it was when I was... 20, 20 years old, and my best friend became a Christian, and she shared the gospel with me. And I had just always assumed, oh, when you do your best, and you go to heaven. And this was the first time that I'd heard that, actually, that is not what the Bible says. But the good news is that Jesus has done it all for us, and that, uh, that being a Christian is trusting in Christ and what he's done. And uh, my, my friend telling me about this, that sent me to the Bible to start reading it for myself and to see, yes, that is true. And, and I ended up by, by just giving my life to Christ. Mm. And has it been an easy journey, you know, come, come to faith and all your troubles will be over? <laughs> I don't think we're ever promised that. <laughs> no, but, but we are promised that whatever we go through, God is there with us going through it with us, supporting, comforting, helping, guiding. Because if you're like me, it's only really when you look back on your life uh, and you see the the fact that you come to realize, don't you, that God is with you at all points of your life. But you often at the time you don't really realize that, particularly if we're going through, you know, uh, trials or tests, such, of course, as we're going through at the moment with COVID-19. Have you found that? Indeed. Yes. I mean, very often you don't necessarily feel that God is with you because it's not always a thing of emotions. But yes, you look back and you see that he has been there helping you. And also you get pointers along the way where you think, oh, thank you, God, that's just what I needed. And, uh, and during this, this COVID-19 situation, I, I've been very conscious of his support and help. Hope FM, faith-filled radio. Now, Janet, you're, you're a woman of surprises. And when we were chatting sort of pre-programme, you let it slip that you play the, the saxophone. <laughs> so was that, <laughs> is that a childhood thing that you've carried forward? into? No, I actually took it up when I was 51 years old because I heard um, a saxophone on a, on a CD and I thought, what a lovely sound. Let's, let's try it. So, uh, yes, I've been playing it since then. Oh, fantastic. Now, obviously, you play as part of the worship team at Twynham Church. Church, you know where, where where you worship. I mean, worship yeah. is so important. I mean, obviously, we we know that real worship is the whole of our lives, you know, and and off our offering our whole lives to God. But but of course, in a particular way, when uh, Sunday, you know, the the worship leaders have a wonderful task. I think it's a daunting task of leading people, you know, into the very presence of God. It must be lovely to be a part of a team doing that. 
Yes, I mean, it's, it's both those words. It's wonderful and it's daunting. It, it's a real privilege, but um, it's wonderful to be part of a group making music, but even more to be part of a group helping others in worship. So, yes, I, it, it's something which I miss, and I look forward to getting back to that. Yeah. How have you found this sort of uh, sort of whole COVID lock-in? Uh, I mean, obviously, particularly in... in church life uh, i know you you worship at twineham and twineham like many churches have been doing quite a lot of innovative f- of things of of continuing to make contact uh, with people but it it it's it's been quite different hasn't it yes i mean are you, are you talking particularly about the church life or about life generally under covid well church life yeah yes uh well uh we've been keeping in touch with each other we've had every uh, every day, anybody who's wanted to, we could uh, take part in a, a Zoom lockdown cafe, which the church has been doing. We've had uh, communion services via Zoom. Um, our uh, Sunday services have been online for, for us all to look at. And, um, and in fact, uh, one thing which I've also found helpful is that I have a prayer partner. And so we have met weekly via Skype just to talk about things and to pray together. And that, that's been immensely helpful. But um, no, I mean, I, you know, I feel that we've still been in touch. We've been supportive to each other. We have a prayer chain. But of course, it's it's uh, it's never the same as actually meeting with each other uh, in church. But uh, but it's been it's been okay. So were you were you a Zoom or a Skype or a Facebooker before COVID? <laughs> Well, I certainly wasn't a Zoomer. I'd never heard of it. Um, Skype, I did a bit. I actually. Uh, take chess lessons via Skype, so I've been continuing those, and I, I'm continuing with saxophone lessons via Zoom. So certainly my my Zooming and Skyping um, skills have been increasing since since COVID started. Um, but no, the the um, the social the, the various media have actually been very important. Uh, I live on my own, and this has kept me in connection with people: Skype, Zoom, WhatsApp, email, phone. So really, I I haven't felt too lonely. It's been important. Now, obviously, you you said there about about living on your own and i know that people who live on their own have been particularly vulnerable I mean, clearly you're you're not sat not doing anything and in fact probably from what you said you're busier than ever you know uh, but but how have you find it as a as a person and, and, and also talking to others you know who, who who are on their own through these challenging days well i i've coped okay actually i, I haven't felt too lonely partly through all these uh, media connections. Um, partly also, I've done a lot of walking, and I think that's wonderful. I mean, we're so fortunate down here to live in such a lovely area. Several times a week, I'll go walking over Hengistbury Head by the sea, and now more recently, walking in the New Forest. And it's 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 really helpful to be walking out amid such such beauty, really, and seeing all that God's provided in creation. It's been lovely. So, so that's been helpful. And the fact that during this time I have continued to learn things, which is, which is what I like doing. <laughs> so, um, and as I say, and prayer has been important because, uh, in fact, God has just been there that when I've had worries, when I've had concerns, I can just ask him about them and tell him about things. And uh, it's very helpful. I suppose you can combine your lovely walks out in the countryside where you're closer to God anyway, you know, in a, in a sense, out, out in a beautiful creation. Uh, many of us are discovering areas, walks and so on, that we we didn't know existed, even though they were right on our doorstep, as you said. Yes. 
Um, so in terms of when it's all lifted, Janet, you know, when when uh, Boris comes on and says it's all over, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> when yes, when eventually. <laughs> that may maybe sometime, you know, in the future. But 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 what are you what do you most look forward to? You know, mm. uh, well, actually, even in stages, you know, what what is it that you're not able to do now that that that, that you look forward to the day when you will be able to do mm. it again? Well, several things. I'm looking forward to getting back to playing badminton. I'm looking forward to going to my chess club. I'm looking forward to getting back to church, playing in the music group. I'm looking forward to getting back to playing in the wind band, which I belong to. And I think I'm particularly looking forward to being able to freely meet again with friends and with relatives and just all sit round a table at a meal and chat. Well, Janet, thank you so much for well, a number of things for for being my guest. Obviously, for your contribution to to Hope FM. The only trouble is, of course, you've got yourself into deep water now because um, because now that you've proven yourself, and clearly, I can see that you're a woman. And let me think: in this interview, you've taken up the saxophone before. You've taken up chess. You're obviously an accomplished badminton player. Uh, you know, I'm 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 putting this together. I'm thinking this is somebody that I really need to add to the Hope. FM team, so uh, so you see, you have got it's a yourself. bit worrying. <laughs> it, it is, it is, but 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 seriously though, thank you so much for uh, for 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 all, for all that you're doing, and I know you, amongst other things, uh, that you're you're a great encourager uh, of people. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts, and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.